0: show. I oh, should please. never sing, yeah. but... <laughs> okay, <pray. laughs> oh, Frasiacs, welcome to a new episode of, a of TSFS. You know, I just I amuse myself, pray and... Pray husband they says, you know, I have complete escape. ADD, oh which is probably God. true. Undiagnosed. I should probably break. actually, You oh, know, podcast. that would be a really Surprise. funny segment, wouldn't it, for this podcast if I went and got tested? Because I bet I'd be off the charts. I bet they'd be like, wow, um, you know, aside from when we were, like, trying to develop this program, we've never seen anything like it. I mean, uh, honestly, uh, it is like... Just sort of one of those slingshot ping pong games up in my brain. It's just like, ting, 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 from one idea to the next. Anyway, welcome to the show. I got a ton to cover for you today. Um, thank you for listening of course To the Sarah Fraser show And if you get a chance today Head over to iTunes I, I really am trying to get to A thousand reviews on iTunes Why? Well it just It helps your stand, your ranking It helps um, get bigger name gifts People like to see That people listen to the show And we're at 650 So I feel like we're not far away You know what I'm saying? So, iTunes, you can go there. A lot of people listen now on Spotify, but head over to iTunes, hit five stars, tell me what you love about TSFS, and I always enjoy hearing all of your feedback. All right, I got to tell you about a reality show that you're actually going to want to watch. Hello. Follow up to yesterday. For those of you who live in the DMV, you know a very famous spot out in Virginia called the Ray Caverns, which is like this billion-year-old cavern that has stalagmites and stalactites. Do you remember when we were in seventh grade and you learned about those? They're like these kind of like almost like icicle things that grow up from the ground or down from the, the top of the cave. I'll tell you if my husband has agreed to take me. Also, Area 51. You know, about a year ago at this time, I went out to Area 51 with my girl, AJ. We went out. Because they were going to do the storming of Area 51. Well, there's apparently new developments now about the Air Force Base out there, and I'll tell you what it means. I've got some thoughts on all of that. Plus, I want to know how you guys feel about Mariah Carey. She's her her book, her memoir, is coming out this week. She was also on Apple TV. I've watched. I haven't watched the whole thing yet, but um, I need to. She did a sit down interview with Oprah on Apple TV, talking about the memoir, talking about what's going to be in the memoir. She was, oh my God, I was obsessed with her early 2000s. College, fantasy, when she had that with Old Dirty Bastard, that song. Then when she did like that whole Rainbow album with Jay-Z, it was so good. And Debrat oh, anyway, I loved all that music. But now I'm sort of less interested, and I'm not sure why. You know, she was an icon of our teen college years. So I should be more interested, I guess, in, in the memoir. But for some reason, I'm not. Heartbreaker. Does everyone remember that? Oh, my God. Back when you bought albums. Oh, that album was amazing. Heartbreaker with Mariah Carey. And Honey. Remember when Diddy was in Honey? And that was like the emancipation, the start of hers, because she divorced Tommy Matolo, who was the head of Sony, who, by the way, she says in the interviews that he was just like a nightmare, like living with a police warden. She couldn't wait to divorce him. And she started having an affair with the baseball player, Derek Jeter, and seeing his healthy family structure was what... Kind of gave her the courage to leave Tommy Mottola Anyhow Her music is so iconic I mean she's one of the best I want to see her on Versus Sadly you know who I wanted to see her on Versus with Would have been Whitney Houston And I don't know if they could do Whitney Houston's hologram But like I would watch the verses of Mariah Versus Whitney Houston's hologram And how great would it have been if Whitney had lived And those two divas Because there's really nobody else on Who else is on Mariah's level You know Celine Dion but not really. I feel like Celine Dion has to go up against Andrea Bucelli. You know what I'm saying? It's so like PG. But who can Mariah go up against on versus? I don't think there's anybody in her league. You think about all the years she's had hits, Hero, Dream Lover, My All. Oh. Anyway, I'm not as interested in the in the memoir. I think because she definitely had a struggle. She talks about her growing up with her siblings and her parents who were completely messed up And basically even her I think her sister at one point tried to pimp her out When she was like 13 or 14 Wanted her to go have sex with some guy in a vehicle It's just, you know, it's it's like sad And, and I'm sure there's so much we can learn from it But I don't know I guess I for whatever reason I, I haven't been so inclined And I think maybe because I feel like I We've heard a lot of the stories from Mariah I guess, I guess I haven't So far all the headlines that I've read With the exception of apparently in the um, '90s, at one point, she recorded a um, like a rock album, which I, I actually would be curious. See, so that's the thing. Like, release that, and then tell us about that. Like, I want to know that kind of stuff. Not really. We've known Tommy Matola was an asshole from like when you divorced him twenty years ago. But she did reveal that she recorded a secret grunge album in 1995. Now, release that. Release that And I want to know Who else did you have sex with Like I want to know The nitty gritty You and Eminem he's, he's reportedly been afraid About her releasing this Because they sort of Had this relationship But like he apparently Couldn't get an erection So they could never Really have sex Like I want to know More about that Poor Eminem He was using all that Oxycontin at the time Couldn't get hard Well she says that Her alt rock song That she brought, uh, that she would kind of hum silly guitar riffs and they would record them immediately. It was irreverent, raw, and urgent, and the band got into it, she wrote in an excerpt from the book. I actually started to love some of the songs. I would fully commit to my character, she continued, as a grunge rocker. I was playing with the style of breezy grunge, punk light, white female singers who were popular at the time. You know, the ones who seemed to be so carefree of their feelings and their image. They could be angry, messy, old shoes, wrinkled slips. She loved that image, right? This was after her daydream session. So, anyway, the book is out this week if you want to to buy it. I need to get more into it. I'm sure the memoir will sell very, very well. Because she has huge fans, you know, for all her years. She's had all her little lambs. So... You'll learn more about the book this week. But maybe you're a big fan of hers and and you can shed some light for me. So that was one of the things. Also, um, before I thank our sponsors, the other one that you've got to put on your list that you must watch is called Social Dilemma. You haven't seen this on Netflix. It's a documentary about how addicting social media is and how the programmers, Mark Zuckerberg to Twitter to um, TikTok, how they essentially got us hooked onto likes and the manipulation that happens. And almost, it's it's a, it's kind of spiritual in a way, because they talk about how when they initially started, it was the magic of connecting people that in a way that they'd never been connected before. And I'm sure you guys remember this with Facebook, you know, when, when it started, and MySpace, when it first started and created this profile, and you could suddenly meet somebody, you know, if you were in New York, you could meet somebody in Indiana you'd never met before. They could share music with you, all these things, So it played into this magical connection, right? And then once they realized that so many people were interested in this and so many people, and remember back in the day when it was a huge deal, someone would tag you in a photo? Like that was like the start of it. When really these companies could have emailed you a picture of yourself, but no. Because then you became addicted to waking up every day, opening your app to see who tagged you in a picture and what did you look like? And did you like the way you looked? And then you'd want to share it And you'd want to tag other people Or you'd want to kill the person that upla- uploaded it You know, one or the other one or the other. Anyway, it's, it's really good And, you know, it's kind of ironic Because I, these are times that I have moments Where I get jaded But a lot of the people in it are, are former programmers Are former big techie people That worked for Instagram Worked for Facebook Worked for Google, right? They made millions of dollars And now they're telling us Delete all of our apps The irony you know what I mean That's like when I make Millions of dollars in podcasts And then I go You know what guys Don't listen to podcasts anymore It's It's gone dark You know <laughs> Like what <laughs> Easy for you to say bitch You've already made all the money And I, I do agree with this A lot of the, the programmers In it say like Mark Zuckerberg All these people Never started out To make the You know Never started out To have the controversy That they they have You know And never started out To sell everybody's info But because We live in a capitalist society they become also so aware and addicted to the fact that they can make billions of dollars selling our info, putting ads to us. And then, of course, you know, the whole thing now is people are so addicted to the likes and the follows, but you have it's like a whole system that you have to gain, you know, because most people buy them now. There's so many sub um, companies within those platforms. So you can buy likes, you can buy follows, you can buy comments to make people feel better. And then the mental repercussions for people. So if you've seen Social Dilemma, I'd love to know your thoughts. You can, um, I'm, going to, I'm, I'm going to start creating my Facebook page to more of a group so we can have these discussions. But for now, you can head to my Instagram, the Sarah Fraser, and you can DM me. Let me know what you thought. I thought it was very eye-opening. I mean, it's a double-edged sword for me because social media is how people discover my podcast. It's how people reconnect with me all the time. You know, for those of you who are new listeners, I got my following in radio working for Radio in The Kane Show, which was a nationally syndicated radio show out of Washington, D.C., that then was in Louisville, Kentucky, and Tampa, Florida, and Memphis, Tennessee, and on Sirius XM. So people rediscover me all the time on social media, and I get messages like, oh my God, I used to listen to you back in the day, which the irony is I've been gone from 99.5 for seven years. And people are like, um, oh my gosh, I-, I grew up with you, all that stuff. So I would love to delete them, but then I don't know how the fuck people are going to find me, I guess. <laughs> I'd love to get off TikTok Because most of the the time I just make an ass of myself For, you know, a thousand views You know, it's like Is this worth it? I don't know But I'll keep doing it Anyway, I'd love to know And and, and I get depressed about it too, right? There's so Everything they talk about psychologically Because you get addicted to the likes You get addicted to the follows I'm so a victim to it They say actually now kids, because they live their lives so online, and they're so fearful of what other people think, because, you know, of course, like social media mobs, they're too afraid to even get their license. They're too afraid to drive. That's crazy. All right. I want to thank some sponsors and also remind you about a giveaway that's going to be drawn this week, and it's over $500 in prizes. So if you haven't entered, you'll want to. Um, RNG insurance They're the best I get messages about My guy David Gorman all the time David Gorman took My insurance with my husband Schman From $120 A month for full coverage to like $86, for real. David Gorman and RNG Insurance are known for saving you big bucks on auto insurance. But of course, they do life insurance, they do corporate insurance, they do business insurance, renters, home, and so much more. R-A-N-D-G, insurance.com. They've been in business over 20 plus years. And guys, I know many of you listen to me from New York City, Los Angeles, in Florida. They cover Florida, North Carolina, South Carolina, Delaware is their region as well, Pennsylvania. They cover roughly close to 30 states So even if you're not in the D.C., Maryland, Virginia region No props They got you Go to RNG Insurance and start saving money today Horizon fibroids Ladies, fibroids are a nightmare How do you know if you have one? You probably are suffering If you have long periods, very heavy periods And they're filled with cramps That you're taking multiple ibuprofens Been there You could be suffering from fibroids And you don't even know it Fibroids can be absolutely devastating to you They can cause fertility issues And so many more things They usually start Things starting as young As your 20s 30s 40s And before the age of 50 80% of us ladies Will deal with a fibroid Well You'll probably go to your OBGYN Of course first But your OBGYN May not know of all the treatments Including uterine fibroid embolization Which is a completely safe Low downtime Almost non-surgical procedure Where they enter through your wrist To get to your ovaries How they do that I have no idea Science And Dr. Will Neem With Horizon Fibroids Is a top doc in the country And in Maryland They have three locations Frederick, Rockville, and Germantown Don't wait They accept all insurance You can call today Or go to their website HorizonFibroids.com If you are looking to take Fabulous photographs We just partnered with our new partner um, Barry Who we absolutely love BarryHarley.com for photography Barry Harley is a DC-based Architectural photographer Who specializes in creating imagery For commercial, residential, and hospitality clients In the US and abroad Barry is a Marriott-approved photographer and a recent recipient of the 2020 Communication Arts Award of Excellence. Schedule your shoot today at barryharley.com. If you own a restaurant, if you own a business, he is your guy. I have known Barry as a friend for a very long time, and I highly, highly recommend him. So thanks to our sponsors. And guys, you know, the best way to support this show is to support our sponsors. So I love when you do that. All right. I want to talk about, oh, I have to get to this story too, what your pandemic dreams are saying about your future and what's happening. Are you dreaming more than ever during the pandemic? I am. Oh my God, you guys, it's crazy. I've had more sex dreams. I mean, I've been having sex with all these random people. So, and then the other night I got very excited because I actually had d- sex with Dan in my dream, which usually never happens. Am I the only one? <laughs> am I the only one? I mean, do you, are you constantly, are you married or you're with your longtime partner and you never fantasize about having sex with them in your dreams? Um, Hello, right over here. What does it mean what does it mean Anyway I'll get to that I love this story Um, Also okay area 51 really quick I'm going to give you this update and then I'm going to tell you about our giveaway So area 51 we went to the event last year it was such a blast Oh my god out in the desert you wouldn't believe that oh my god the kooks and the nuts that came And by the way we get all the way out to Rachel Nevada which is population you know 10 There's like four trailers and then this huge air force base right So we get out there and the locals are like hey you know by the way it's tarantula breeding season so don't go walking off into like the the desert and stuff don't go walk because these tarantulas are breeding and they can't you know they can bite and be aggressive you're like what the fuck so we couldn't go off anywhere you know if you had to pee on the side of the road forget it we put diapers on but we had a blast it was so much fun there was like every major news outlet there. We made it in Daily Mail, like all these places. It was, it was awesome. It was awesome. We dressed as aliens. We did a Naruto run, which went like crazy on my social media. It was such a blast. So anyhow, well, apparently now new aerial shots say that Area 51 is expanding with a giant new hangar. And I didn't realize this. Area 51 has been in existence for seven decades. And these new hangars are going to Hold these new planes That are almost like Stealth-like planes That f- that fly in swarm missions Is this making sense To anyone listening? <laughs> You're like, what the fuck, Sarah? You're not like some sort of Air Force scientist I know Nor am I an aviation specialist But you get it So And of course The meme that's heading around Is everything was great Until we stormed Area 51 And once we did that It has really sort of Triggered the world into a whole mess, right? Coronavirus happened after, well, probably coronavirus was happening long before that in China. But anyway, and then before we knew it, February, six months later, coronavirus hit the United States. Everything shut down, chaos. Yeah. So they're blaming us storming Area 51. And I'm not going to lie. There's some unique individuals <laughs> But I love, I love people, the bizarre. You know, there were paranormal attorneys there. Did you know that even existed? A fucking paranormal attorney. That's right. So he alleges that he represents people who have um, UFO objects that land in their yard because who owns it? Like he claims that, you know, you can fight the US government. They don't necessarily just own it. Now, who in the fuck are you out there listening and you've had a goddamn UFO land in your backyard? And why the fuck are you calling an attorney? Wouldn't you just hide it in your garage? Okay. Anyway, he'll represent you. Paranormal attorney. So I thought that was kind of funny. Also, a giveaway. It is today's Tuesday, so I want you to head to my social media, the Sarah Fraser Show on Instagram. I teamed up with Doctor Will from Horizon Fibres and Doctor uh, Doctor uh, David Gorman, our guy from RNJ Insurance. So you can win over five hundred dollars in prizes, a coffee blowout, yeah, for real. How about all the coffee and thermal um, mugs that you want of your dreams and an MCM canvas pouch? Yeah, I'm handbag obsessed. That's why I wanted to do this fall giveaway. MCM has the most amazing cross canvas bag, all fine leather, valued at over two hundred and fifty dollars and then you're getting coffee creamers you're getting coffee scrubs for your body you're getting thermal cups you're getting a vital protein collagen cream you're getting metal straws you're getting a whipper so you can make perfect foam yeah that and then there's a second chance prize of a 50 dollars bloomingdale's gift card just by sharing the giveaway on your story and tagging myself david gorman and dr will which you'll you'll see right in the um in the giveaway. So head there today. The drawing is going to cap in on Wednesday, this Wednesday. Hero Breads. Oh my gosh. Chef's kiss. Do you love carbs? I'm obsessed. Give me a croissant. Give me a tortilla, baby. Every day, slathered with some hummus. Yes, please. And then a lot of veggies, little turkey burger in it. Okay. Um, That's my own proprietary sandwich. Thanks. (laughs) Hero Breads right now, offering 10% off. Go to hero.com. Don't forget to use my link so they know who sent you and get 40% off right now and free veggies for life. 5pm both of them So you don't want to miss it It's such a great fall giveaway Someone is winning Big time So love you And you, you all you have to do Is tag some girlfriends That you want to have Or or boyfriends That you want to have coffee with And then if you want to share it You're entered for $50 to Bloomingdale's Because we love working with them And then boom It's yours All right there Meghan Markle And Prince Harry Getting a reality show Fuck yes Now this is finally a reality show That I'm, I'm excited about Because I, I gotta tell you I watched the I watched episode 3 Of the uh, reunion For Real Housewives of New York And I walked away And I thought They need to fire all of them Except for Leah McSweeney Like Dorinda, They already fired right But I'm over I'm really over I'm over the countess I I am Like she should focus On her cabaret shows She's well enough known Nationwide And in New York People are still gonna buy tickets I'm over Ramona I am I'm over Sonia They're just like, it's getting to the point. I don't know. Do you guys want to watch 60-year-old women that are alcoholics just like follow all over each other? I just, I'm just so uninspired, you know? So here's one that you're going to actually watch. There's no release date, so we're going to have to stay posted on this. But Meghan Markle and Prince Harry have agreed as part of their, you know, $100 million Netflix deal that for three months, they will let cameras follow them to follow their life in America and all their charity work. Oh my God, you guys, I can't wait to see their dynamic. Like, are I love that she, like, got him away from Britain. He's breaking the British code. Of course, we have seen this in other royals over the years. But it doesn't usually end well. <laughs> it doesn't usually end well because they have such, like, royal protocol. I am so fascinated about their dynamic. Like, I mean, I think he is madly in love with her. Madly in love with her. But, like, what is what is their life really like? And is she is she sincere or total social climber? I don't know. I don't know I'm, I'm very fascinated And are we going to Finally see Archie Probably a little bit Here and there But you know They've been out In Los Angeles Delivering meals To the homeless They go themselves Can you imagine You're down on your luck And they fucking show up I'd be like That's a sign From Jesus Christ himself I mean if The royal family is here I'm fucking somebody Even though I can't Get my groceries this week Like I would be That would be an, All I needed to get going If if only if it was that easy, Sarah, right? But anyway um, So I can't wait for this to come out I thought this was very fascinating I would love to see a royal have, have a reality show I mean, that's my type of thing That's my jam Anyway, that'll be coming out really soon. The other story that everybody is talking about that I wanted to get to was Naya Rivera. And of course, Naya Rivera just a couple of months ago passed away in California. She saves her five-year-old son. Well, now there are news reports that Naya's sister has moved in. Nicola Rivera has moved in with her ex-husband to help step up and raise Naya Rivera's five-year-old son, Josie. So everybody is like freaking out about this because they've moved in together, by the way. So they've moved in together, and Ryan Dorsey, of course, is his name. He's the ex-husband of Naya Rivera and the father of Josie, obviously. Her, um, Naya Rivera, you might remember, her cause of death was drowning, um, And it was you know determined to be accidental And she was able to get her son on there But people are basically freaking out Like why is her sister moving in with him And then a lot of people have said That the two of them have been spotted together Meaning Nicola and Ryan Shopping and flirting and all this stuff I'm just going to tell you guys I don't think it's that weird I- I'm sorry Like for anybody that has been through grief I feel like you'll be able to relate. And I I have a personal story about this because when I was in high school, my father passed away. He died of cancer. My mom ended up marrying his business partner. His business partner's wife died of cancer like maybe a year before my dad. So, you know, I think, and of course, you know, look, now I I tell you guys this, but my mom and stepfather are divorced and then they still hang out. (laughs) It's just the most... It's the most disturbing. Okay, whatever, right? So, it's truly comical, I tell you. But here's my thing, is grief, like, I don't think this is that rare. Like, people are like, oh my God, this is disgusting. Like, how could, you know, you know something's going on. How could Naya Rivera's sister be with her ex-husband? And by the way, they were already divorced, okay? So, and, and Nicola, obviously, I mean, it's a little strange. Like, Nicola is 20, I believe, and, um... Oh, she's, uh, I think she's actually, yeah, she's in her early 20s. Naya Rivera was 33 at the time of her death. And I believe Ryan Dorsey's around there too, right? Uh, She's 25, by the way. She's 25. Okay. So um, I don't think it's that. I'm going to be honest with you guys. I don't think it's that strange. And I'm going to make a prediction. I actually think that Nicola and Ryan Dorsey may end up getting married. Like that is what grief, like grief bonds you with people going through it around you People are always comforted by, like, ex-husbands and, like, the brother of, you know, your brother passes away, then you end up with his wife. I mean, I'm telling you, I don't think it's that weird. Now, I really hope that they, if they are dating or they've moved in together, I will say this. I hope they take their time because a lot of people, especially going through serious grief like this and trauma that is instant— make rash rash decisions because of of course out of loneliness you're not getting the right therapy now they have a little boy to raise so i'm hoping that they really take their time and i'm talking like two or three years of working through the grief because grief like that is it it is you're not going to be over it in 2 months you're not going to be over it in three like that is going to be the first year cuz you got to get through all the holidays without the person so the first year is so difficult. Then the second year, it begins to be real, real. Then the third year, you begin to see over the past two years, all the ways that trauma impacted your life, whether you started drinking too much, eating too much, working too much, whatever, whatever is going on. So that would be my guess. But you guys, it wouldn't shock me in five more months if these two secretly got married. I I, I, I don't think it's that strange. I really don't. I know. I know. You can write to me. You can you can DM me at the Sarah Fraser Show on Instagram. The other thing I wanted to get to it. This just I don't know if I'm annoyed by this or where I'm feeling with this. But Justin fucking Timberlake and Jessica Biel they they survived that whole thing in New Orleans. When when by the way did those pictures surface of Justin Timberlake in New Orleans? I believe that was just like this past January. Okay, if you're not familiar with the story, Justin Timberlake was on the set in New Orleans with a, with another actress. He was holding her hand. He was very flirty with her, um, and it, everybody was circulating what was going on, if he was separated from Jessica Biel. Anyway, I want to know when that was. Mary Justin Timberlake holds hands with his co-star, Alicia. Okay, what was the date? It looks like this happened in November of 2019. Okay, so... Multiple people are coming out and now saying over the summer, it looks like in July, Jessica Beale and Justin Timberlake gave birth to their second child. We don't know if it's a boy. We don't know if it's a girl. We don't know its fucking name. I'm so over this. Iggy, Azalea, they all hide their kids. So you don't know anymore. You can't like celebrate in a celebrity's baby joy because they don't they don't reveal it. So November, January, February, March, April, May, June, July. Yeah. So Jessica Beale was pregnant. Is anyone else like not putting all these things together? Mary Justin Timberlake holds hands with co-star Alicia Wainwright, who strokes his knee during Boozy Night Out. So he, if, if in fact, Jessica Biel gave birth to their second kid, this was all going down while she was pregnant. Hello! Are we revisiting that, or is that just, like, old news? No, of course, I think he said that he didn't cheat, but he was heavily drinking, unsteady on his feet, and he made some poor decisions. So Jessica and Justin—by the way, and I, I mean, is anyone more talented than— Justin Timberlake he's so talented but it just annoys me it's like can you guys just I, and I know I know people want to be private and look I, I'm sure I'll do the same thing I'll tell you guys hey guys guess what by the way I'm pregnant and then like two weeks later give birth I'll hide the entire pregnancy <laughs> anyway. I'm just, I'm annoyed by this story this week Because we keep hearing different things from Lance Bass From friends that they they have had a child They had the child in July We don't know what it is And and I should just be happy, congrats But the the thing that I go to immediately Is trying to do the math Of when he was in New Orleans Flirting with someone else And does that make it, does that make semi-cheating kind of worse? It's always kind of worse, right? When you're pregnant And then the person's like cheating on you now, again, he alleges he did not cheat, but I'm just saying. Anyway, for me, I was like, that story is irritating, and yet I immediately start doing the old math, trying to figure out when they were together. So there you go. Um, guys, tomorrow on the show, going live, I also told you that um, David Yontiff, who I'm, I'm really excited, I've never actually spoken to David, and he has a really cool podcast, Behind the Velvet Rope, which is like way more in-depth. He's actually friends with... A lot of the housewives Including a lot of the housewives Of Potomac So um, behind the velvet rope He's the host He's going to be on We're talking about Bethany Frankel She's got a brand new podcast Out that drops today So we're going to talk about that I can't wait And then also He's actually good friends With Paris Hilton And I'm sure this will go well Because I didn't think The Paris Hilton doc Was that amazing uh, the documentary about her, but we're going to talk about that And then also, like I said I, I personally feel that Bravo needs to clean house and all the housewives sh- Should be fired on Real Housewives of New York But we'll see what he thinks So David um, Yontiff is going to join the show He'll actually be on on Thursday, brand new show for you guys Tomorrow, love you so much Please share the show with someone who has never heard of TSFS Fragiacs, I adore you We'll see you then And if there's a topic that you want me to cover I'm getting inundated with dick pics I need to do I need to review men's penises People love when I review their cocks Which I'm happy to do Because I always love to see what people are packing You guys know me I I love being in, Sneaking into people's bedrooms Like I want to know everything that's going on in your bedroom I love knowing people's vulnerabilities Like their deepest darkest secrets I love all that right Because that's really what we want to get to The rest of this shit is fluff okay It is I know you're rich or whatever Blah 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 No I want to know the nitty gritty but you know, I like people in short doses. So that's the thing. Like I want to come to your house for like an hour or two, but then like I got to go. You know. <laughs> Sorry. I just do. <laughs> I don't want, I don't want to hang out forever, but I do want to know what's going on in your house. So I need to, you know, do a I need to do a show, review a bunch. I have so many penises, but aside from that, if it, you know, I'm behind. I'm actually backlog in reviewing Cox. So if you have a topic that you want me to cover aside from me rating your junk, you can always DM me It's the best way to get a hold of me On Instagram The Sarah Fraser Show I, Between Alyssa my producer And myself We go through every DM So I get to almost everything And if for some reason I don't Just keep DMing me I will see it I will talk to you I will definitely respond I, I appreciate every single You know Person that listens to this show Everybody that interacts So thank you guys So much Alright Love you Mojo We'll see you tomorrow Bye everybody